Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello everyone, and thanks for coming. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, Jamal is here. Hi, it's Stony. Hey everybody, welcome back to another fun week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. We are back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything happening in, uh, in this week's <laughs> week of drag. This week of drag and bleh. And bleh. That's kind of how I feel wow. about the show. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he didn't wow. say a name, y'all. I'm so excited to keep podcasting about the show. Oh yeah, my gosh. So good. Or these we shows. We are bringing holiday cheer. I'm cheer it. Turn it on. I'm Mary. <laughs> I'm feeling cheerful. Just call me Mary Cherry. <laughs> oh, oh no. Triggered. 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 I think I just lost my wig. <laughs> yes, girl. Also, to just to clarify, like about our last week's episode, I've heard a little bit, a couple, you know, a couple people that were confused. So um, we are going to make 250 episodes for you all, and then the show is over forever. Yes, I thought that's what we're stopping at episode 250 meant, but I yeah. understand clarifications needed sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I think there was confusion whether we were stopping now or going to keep going till 250. I don't, I'm not exactly sure, but I just want to clarify it for anybody that was confused. So the podcast mm-hmm. is not over yet, but it will be soon. We'll pretty much be ending right as we turn four. Yeah, because we're like commitment queens, so... We once we start something, we have to end it officially. We're not just gonna like ghost you, like, like other podcasts do. Yeah, we're yeah. like literally going to have a series finale. Yeah, yeah, bitch. <laughs> and we're very excited actually because there's a lot of like fun little episodes that we're gonna do before we leave. So yeah, so I guess without going into too much detail, at some point, um, you'll know when. Don't worry. We're probably not going to talk about drag, period. And we're just going to give you some nice, fun content on the way out. I mean, we have six episodes left. So, yeah, like, we're going to finish out what we're currently covering. And then after that, it will be a hodgepodge of things that we're doing that are fun and that we want to do before we end the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like if we don't get to finish covering a show, like, I'm not going to be upset. Right, and you can talk to us online at our personal handles or, of course, at TFC Pod or in those reviews you're writing. We love to interact there. Yeah, bitch. Leave us a review. I'm sure we got lots of negative ones after the kerfuffle of last week. Yeah, fuck him. Trash. It's burned. (laughs) Consider consider it burned. Where's my papers, bitch? (laughs) Yeah, we are still waiting for the impending lawsuit documents. (laughs) Yeah. Allegedly. bitch. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm scared. I'm having PTSD. There are a couple short, small pieces of hot topics that I would like to discuss very quickly at the top of this show. Um, I just wanted to, mainly I wanted to share this really funny tweet that I found. This is from at BB underscore lifer. Uh, So this is big brother for lifer. I feel like Stoney will enjoy this. Uh oh. Oh no. Um, so this tweet says RuPaul had a two thirds chance of getting the Drag Race UK winner right, <laughs> yet she still managed to choose the wrong girl. 
spoken like a true Big Brother fan, constantly disappointed and infuriated by the winner of the season. Yes. <laughs> like I, we're not tr- we're not shading Crystal. I just think the tweet is funny. That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but also another tweet that I wanted to sh- quickly shortly discuss is uh, from one of our Canadian faves. Eve 6000 in a now deleted tweet she says imagine going on drag race and spending all your money and then some and then your viewing parties get canceled every week because no one is watching the show oh Oh, fuck (laughs) 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 damn I think wow made her delete that one Uh, I'm sure but hey it's out there now maybe you should just take care of the queens so they don't have to worry about cancelled gigs Eve is such an icon (laughs) she is like I honestly don't know what we did to deserve Eve but like she's like the reckoning we we needed but we're too scared to ask for I love that we're going out on Eve being like one of the stars of Canada's Drag Race Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah, so that was really funny. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, I guess that's about it, eh? Yeah, eh? Let's yeah. go ahead and get into our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. Uh, honest Tea. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back back again to bring you full coverage of everything happening this week in the world of drag. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. The usual. Oh, you know, just the usual. Uh, Let's start over at Dragula, where we usually start. Uh, We are on episode six here called Hairy Monsters. And this uh, in this episode, the competitors are challenged with creating their hairiest creatures yet for this week's theme. One monster will be cut above the rest and another will get the chop in a truly squirm worthy extermination yes honey i was excited for this challenge because again with dragula you just kind of get to see where these queens go creatively just over the top not usually like your glamorous pageantry vibes that we get on drag race obviously there's more than that but I wanted, I was ready to see a yeti like a fierce yeti on the stage yeah for real i yeah, I think I was too. I mean, there there was no, uh, what do they call it? Like the little mini challenge, the fright fe- feet. There's mm-hmm. no fright feet this week. There were regular feet on the show, of course, and they were hairy. <laughs> um, so for, <laughs> we'll just be talking about this uh, hairy creature floor show. I don't know. It was it was okay. I, I mean, I personally like Sigourney Beaver's look. I get it. Like, it's very glamour. I thought there was a little bit of horror in there. But mm-hmm. the uh, Boulets just really want to see her, like, tits out, blood everywhere. Oh, yeah. They really yeah. wanted her to push it to, like, the next level. Because we have seen the shape. And what did we say in a previous episode? If the judges get bored, they will call it out. And that's what happened with Sigourney. Yeah, they're definitely pulling the, like, anti-RuPaul here. By being like, okay, you need to stop being glamorous and give us like more blood and filth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Charity Case would be so good on the season because she only gives us glamour, horror, and filth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not trying to put Charity in a box, but I definitely thought of them, of course. I like Saint's yeah. look. Yeah, Saint's look was really good. That little fawn type creature. Uh, those shoes. I don't understand how the queens walk in those. I Me feel like I would girl. break I mean, both my ankles and my neck. I will say, though, too, like going back to Sigourney, I feel like Sigourney would be like really good on Drag Race. Probably. Props. 
yeah, like, I'm like, why can't we get more, like, queens like Sigourney on U.S. Drag Race? Yeah, I'm I sure, don't know. I'm sure we will, like, down the road. RuPaul will probably retire by then, and some other queen will be hosting <laughs> the show. Oh, like the true queen of the North, Priyanka? <laughs> yeah, give the job to Pri and Lemon. There you go. So, yeah, I don't know. The uh, floor show, I don't, I don't even really remember, like, how this episode was a whole hour, but... Yeah, I think there was a little bit of drama in the beginning just with them discussing who would come back and with Bitter Betty finally leaving the show. I mean, it was honestly kind of just like relaxing for once, like an episode where everyone wasn't trying to kill each other. (laughs) Yeah. And also Jade Julie's cat died, so that kind of brought down the mood. Yeah. Oh my gosh, poor thing. R.I.P. cat. I don't like it. It was so sad. Yeah, that was another sad thing that happened. But uh, you know who did win this challenge is someone who was in the bottom last week, Hoso Teratoma. Oh. Yes, good job, Hoso. Well deserved. Um, Hoso is always moth. turning a look. Yeah, that was cool. Like when she came out, I was just like, hell yeah, this is this is a look, bitch. It's very cool. I was into it. Yeah, she did have a really good look. So I totally see that. Yeah, I don't know. They all did pretty well this week, actually. I was kind of shocked that I was like, I don't, I wouldn't know who to put in the bottom. Mm-hmm. I could see what they were going to do, but yeah, the queens all did a pretty good job. Yeah. The bottom two, though, were Sigourney Beaver and Jade Jolie. I think, you know, by this point, Jade had really checked out. And yeah. I don't think they would get rid of Sigourney anyways, just because mm-hmm. she is pretty strong. Yeah. I think that Jade was doing a decent job on Dragula. I think that... It was kind of like Drag Race Halloween. And hear me out. I just think that the Boulets wanted more from her. So if she could have just pushed it a little further with her looks, like she probably would still be here. She was not far off, I don't think, at all. Yeah, she was definitely a strong competitor in this competition. So I, you know, it was sad to see her go. She was mm-hmm. exterminated. The extermination challenge oh. was... Oh, no. <laughs> Was oh, for no. Sigourney and Jade to stand <laughs> in a laboratory while being covered in cockroaches. <laughs> I did not like this. <laughs> I'm itching. I just, oh, I can't. I did not yeah. enjoy this. Little Mary Cherries dropped all over them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I would die. I yeah, would th- pass out, I, probably. I don't think that would be too bad. Uh-uh. I, I don't do bugs like that. I would pass out. I don't know, girl. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, that was uh, that was Dracula. <laughs> another great episode. Another entertaining episode. I do enjoy it. I think even more so from here on out, it's going to be good. I just hope that Zavaletta can behave herself and not make me upset with her. <laughs> we'll see. I hope so too, bitch. That's all I want in this world. <laughs> all right. Moving right along, we are going to discuss Canada's Drag Race here. We are in episode seven, which is the roast of Brooklyn Heights. Oh gosh, roast! Ooh, is it a rump roast? It was a roast. Can we stop giving <laughs> it was these still challenges? Rare in the middle. Yeah, can we Very. stop giving these challenges to queens that like don't aren't good at things? Like, I don't uh. know. <laughs> it's just not fun to watch. He said, "Not good at things." That leaves things... Pr- that's, so you basically just cancel the show. There's, oh, my God. <laughs> is what I'm hearing. That's well, kind of no, what I'm, I'm getting. No, I'm saying, like, let's design the challenges around what they're good at. 
Okay. So like Cynthia Kish should be doing musicals every episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I get it. Okay. I see where I, you're going with this. I hear you, Queen. Yeah. But no, the secondhand embarrassment is real. Um, like I'm sure we're about to get into. Yeah. You hear him, but do you see him, Queen? I see you, Queen. Remember, ah! Miss Raja. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So the <laughs> queens don't hold back this week as they roast the one and only Brooklyn Heights. Special guest is Emma Hunter, whoever that is. Whoever she is. Yeah, I looked her up on Wikipedia and I couldn't find her. So you guys will have to let me know who she yeah. is. Damn. So they weren't joking <laughs> when they were like, we don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> Nobody knows who you are, but somehow you got booked on the show. Congratulations. Better ask Siri. And also, too, like, shouldn't the person be funny if they're like judging a comedy and helping them form their jokes and stuff? I, I mean, you she said, was uh, really not funny. I mean, we should have just brought back that twink that said um oh, he yeah, had flat Connor. hair or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah he would have got given them some shitty stuff to say at least <laughs> right i mean he's just as qualified apparently <laughs> yeah uh... <laughs> yeah girl it's like oh well we don't have any funny queens on the show so we're just gonna pick up this random emma hunter lady uh, who's also I mean, hell, funny. who's like, available bianca del rio as a guest judge or something like come on no. right <laughs> yes oh my god what a missed opportunity perfect for like yeah something like this like perfect guest judge yeah or bag of chips i don't know come on somebody please give us someone funny (laughs) and and the sheer audacity of brooklyn to act like she can judge comedy how dare you oh my gosh she's lucky she looked fierce this episode because that part just mention like all these jokes about like brooklyn's face and i'm like i don't to me, it doesn't look like Brooklyn's got a lot of work done. Like, I don't know. They talk like she's this like plastic queen. I'm like, I don't really see it. <laughs> I think it's just because she doesn't move her face or smile. I guess. I don't know. I don't really. I didn't understand the joke. Yeah. I also particularly hated Brad Goreski's runway this week. I was, he was not like here wiggling for that and flipping around like a little fucking bitch. Girl, we don't like him as a judge. Like, stop forcing. Like, bring back Jeffrey at this it's point. It's not working for me. <laughs> I'm just going to keep the image of him on the Rachel Zoe Project show in my head and keep it Yeah, there. I mean, now that we know that Jeffrey was framed, like, yeah, just totally, bring him back, totally. please. Well, I yeah. don't know about all that. We just need to pick someone else. <laughs> and maybe, like, new production crew as well and start over. <laughs> Let's just scrap the whole franchise call it brooklyn's (laughs) drag race brooklyn's drag of the north (laughs) or yeah just call it queen of the north no what did they say north strong drag race something (laughs) brooklyn's drag race with all new judging panel and brooklyn just being allowed to do whatever the fuck she wants except for wear her ratty mullet wigs yeah that part (laughs) i think brooklyn looks cute in her like um boy mullet oh my gosh she has to be there yeah and other people have to be there and also eve and beth have to come back as permanent cast members on all seasons okay so who's hiring us we could totally just after we retire the show we could just be part of the production crew. actually now it's called eve 6000's drag race i would move to canada (laughs) i would watch that for a little bit (laughs) yeah 
Also, like, why would they pick, like, the two not funniest people to coach these queens this week? Brad Goreski and the random bitch no one knows. Well, do like, you know wow. what was weird? I'm like, why are all these queens making these, like, sexual jokes about Brad? Like, did production try to do the same shit to, like, they told the queens, like, make him, like, your thirst trap or something? I feel like, like the Canada production crew is like, what was oh. that? What's funny? Let's just like make everything sexual and because it wasn't clicking. Yeah, no. no. I wish they would have had Amanda Bruegel be like the the main coach for this week because she at least has a personality. <laughs> yeah, she right. Does. Just put and, on a different wig. We wouldn't even know it's her. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're gonna leave my sis alone, okay? You're gonna give her her hair moments. All right. At least those wigs are moisturized. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I prefer Amanda Bruegel to most of the other judges on the show. Or or they should have put Tracy Melchor or something in there. Like, put oh, like, yeah. at least someone with a personality in there besides, like, Brad <laughs> Goreski, who's, like, you know, purse spilled all over the floor the whole entire episode. I mean, honestly, the worst part about this was the fact that we had to pretend that Kendall Gender was funny because ISIS, <gasps> like, went over time. Right. Like, Kendall is not funny, girl. Oh Stop pushing her being the winner, because I know that's where this is going. Stop going trying to, to make Fetch happen. They're going to make okay. Kendall the winner, and no, then we'll all have that. to pretend that she's give you that. the best ever when Isis should win this. Isis or that. Pythia should win the season. Yeah, yeah. But Kendall's going to win, and then we're all going to have to be like, woohoo, excited for Kendall. I'm going to give you that. But on this episode, <laughs> she prepared, and she did well. Now, no, she did not. Yeah, she did. I enjoyed her set, but I thought Isis... <laughs> Which joke too. was your favorite from Kendall's? Which what? What what Kendall joke was your favorite? The whole thing. She was the opener. She because set you don't the tone. know a single joke that Kendall said. Go back on Drag Race. <laughs> uh, go back on this podcast and play an episode where I quoted a joke. Hey Stony, tell me, tell me one of your favorite ISIS jokes. Yeah, my favorite was whenever she called like the whole group like the dog pound or whatever. Oh, that's easy. And when Details. she called Kimora. <laughs> Uh, what's his face? Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, and like uh, Snow Dogs. Yeah, that was funny. And then she was also like, "I'm really good at this." And then like the producers were like, "Stop," because we need to make Jindal or Kendall the winner. Yeah. <laughs> she totally didn't go over her time. It was just for the show, right? Yeah. Sony's gonna start his like fan fiction blog, and he'll let you know where he can where you can find that. They're like, you're being too funny, so you need to stop, Isis. And Kendall Better looked off. really good, but no, Isis looked great, and she slayed. Yeah, Isis was good. Kendall was good. Kimura kind of like dropped off. What happened there? I like, don't know. She, she was funny fabulous. in the rehearsal. She looked fabulous, and then like she just went too hard, like. I love a good curse word moment. Like I speak like an educated pirate most of the time. So, but you still need to be strategic with your F bombs and how you set shit up. It was just very like, you're not going to be deemed funny because you're cursing. Definitely not. Yeah. That was really bizarre. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I think it was some self-saboteur moments. Maybe she just wanted to go home. Like, Well, the crazy thing is, like, she. it was almost like she knew that she fucked up at the end, too. She was like, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> it's like... Oh, yeah. She was I like, wasn't that was present. Weird. <laughs> that was so fucking weird. I was Sorry, possessed we're all by one place. of the crows from Moira Rose's film, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if Stoney's seen that episode yet. The croning is happening. I mean, I could see her doing something like that. We so. have to keep watching. I know. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah the mini challenge, though, was um, to basically just be like fashion police, but it was just fucking real boring and stupid. I know. I was waiting for them to set up Pythia with Isis's look because she was shading her for wearing underwear and chains and winning. Yeah, yeah. That shit was real boring, and I was like, please let this stop. Nobody won. Just accept the L and move on. <laughs> I know, right? And of course, they gave the win to Kendall because there's like, yeah. oh, well, we need to make sure she wins the season. Well, she hasn't won anything yet. We got to give her something. Right. Hmm. They're preparing and us. Then, yeah. It's all conspiracy, bitch. I'll give it you is. that for the mini. She just, she still <laughs> did well in the roast. Yeah, she, I, I do think she did well in the roast, just for the record, aside from being silly. <laughs> <laughs> I could be a hateful bitch, too. It's just not today, I guess. Yeah, just not today. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep up like my prediction, because I've been saying it for several episodes now. Yeah, you have. You have. You have. <laughs> yes, girl. Um, so, yeah, we talked about the roast, and um, yeah let's see the mini or i'm sorry the the main runway category this week was dungeons and drag queens ah yes girl so we had all sorts of mythical strange creatures come out um okay i guess uh what's her face adriana copied a a mugler outfit and they were not happy with it but I don't really follow fashion that closely, and I didn't know what it was, and I thought that Adriana looked fine. I didn't know either, and if it's um, a well-done reinterpretation, like, you know, give the queen her fa- their flowers, like, if we're going to give queens, speaking generally on the Drag Race franchises across the board, if we're going to give queens props for their looks, let's give them props for their fashion knowledge as well, you know? Yeah, definitely. Geometric was a flower. <laughs> Oh yeah, geometric. Fern Gully, bitch. Geometric <laughs> continued her run of like terrible looking looks. Oh my gosh, Stony hated Look, it. I thought it was cute. It was okay. Like it was it, a bodysuit yeah. with a couple of attachments. It was yeah. yeah. Like it was maybe you see something like this on Broadway, someone dancing in the background or it something. Was fine. Yeah, definitely a background actor <laughs> in a Broadway show. <laughs> I really enjoyed Pythia's though, Sorry, just for the reveal of it all. Which one? Pythias. Pythias? Oh, okay. iconic. Like the, yes. the centaur thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was my, pretty cool. My favorite mythical creature, centaur. Oh my gosh. This was everything. I yeah, loved that it. was really funny. That was a good look and very creative. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So it was a pretty interesting runway overall. Oh, Isis the... was snatched. Sorry. Isis was snatched okay. as an evil queen. Okay, now we can move on. Yeah, Isis was snatched, yes. Um, so then uh, we move on, and the main ch- or the maxi challenge winner this week is like, of course, Kendall Gender because she did so well in the roast. Yep. So then we get to the bottom two, which are Geometric and Kimora Amore. Uh, man, Gia keeps like, I mean, Oscar speech queen. Um, I kind of had a feeling she was going to stay just based on how the episode is going and just Kamora's energy. Like before anything even started, I was like, oh no, Kamora's about mean, to go home. I feel like they had an even standing until like Kamora just like decided to quit during Untucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like she was already defeated in Untucked. She was just, she checked out. I mean, Geometric mm-hmm. doesn't really have that good of a, like, a pedigree at this point, right? Like, she's been in the she's bottom surviving. several times. She just and, really wants to be there. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it makes sense why Kamora would go home, but it just kind of sucks that Kamora's just like, I'm over it. I'm ready to go home. It does. Yeah. And what was that lip sync about, girl? How fucking creepy. When I tell you I would have had a Mimi I'm first moment, except this hoe didn't touch me, I would have. I, my dramatic ass I would have been like can we start over like what is this like can we start over I just didn't get it this like, is not in the COVID guidelines like why is this bitch breathing over my shoulder I don't care where you're at mentally leave me the fuck alone when I'm trying to serve Beyonce on this the is almost yeah. worse than like Mimi <laughs> um first though like at least like that was just like okay I'm grabbing you and like body slamming you I don't know don't touch me bitch but it's like this one is just like stop like fucking stalking me the entire goddamn lip sync like yeah. more is like when a stranger calls the calls coming from in the house she, she yeah. is right there it's like I would have tripped it's like when hoe. your brother is like touch like he's like not touching you not touching you not touching you it's like mm-hmm. get the fuck away from me <laughs> Yes, exactly that. I would have tripped her. I have to say that Gia was very like put together, and I do have to give her props for that because very yeah, much so. It, it was pretty annoying, and um, and she, she handled you know, herself like a weaved. queen. Yeah, she bobbed and weaved and got away as as best as she could, and yeah, I don't know. I hope Kamora is doing well. You know, don't send hate to the queens. It was weird yeah. and strange, but you know, people going through what they're going through. Um, Gia handled herself very well. I hope Kamara is okay. I did enjoy when the judges were like, <laughs> Brad was like, I do have to ask. And then Amanda was like, that was really weird. Yeah. We just want to make it, we just want you to know that we thought that was fucking weird. <laughs> I would have gave that fucking note too. I would have been like, what the fuck was that, sis? Yeah. Explain because to I'm make confused. It clear, that was weird. <laughs> Explain. We're weirded the fuck out from that. Like, <laughs> You're going to have to go home, not because you did a worse job at lip syncing, because we're so creeped out. I mean, people are turning their lights off tonight, wondering if, like, Kamora is going to be hovering over them with her wings and horns. Girl, look over there. (laughs) Uh, But no, seriously. She's behind you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! No, seriously, I hope that she's okay, because... um, Goodness gracious, the pressure of the show probably just got to them, and I just hope that they've worked it out in a, a healthy way today. Yeah, absolutely. Kamora's a sickening drag queen. I thought that was really cool, her wig, how she had like that ponytail, and then there was like the chain in the middle, and then yes, more hair. Yes, yes. I thought it was everything. Yeah, that was really cute. All right. So yes, Kamora Mora was the one eliminated. Let's go ahead and take a little bit of a break here, and when we do come back, we'll get into the rest of this week's drag updates. Okay. Hi, queens. Oh my gosh, we're on break. Thanks for coming. This is the part of the show where we refill our drinks and you get time to leave us a review. It lets us know how we are doing and lets more Drag Race fans sashay our way. You could also tip us while you're listening to the show like you would tip a Rue Girl at their show. You can Venmo us at TFC Pod or on Cash App to dollar sign TFC Pod to thank us for all the hard work that goes into making a show like this. Oh my gosh, we better get back to the show. I've got my drink and I am ready to untuck, Mary. Let's get back into the Interior Illusions Lounge and record the rest of the podcast. So tell me why you're out here in a bathing suit with no corset and a belt. Shut up, Michelle. Oh, and by the way, you're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. 
hey everybody welcome back to our honesty spill of the week we made our ways through the treacherous waters that are dragula and canada's drag race and we have arrived to the uk we are i was gonna say across the pond are we across the pond? Yeah. We're across the pond. We're across the pond now, bitch. I was getting my location scrambled in my head. Oh my God, let's yesification the UK finale. Oh my God. Yesification, but oh my God, what what happens if you yesificate Crystal? It's not possible. She's already yesified, girl. Yesifying my Big Mac, and I'm yesifying my water bottle, and I'm yesifying my plants. Is it like a like in math? If you double yesify somebody, they become just like regular. The limit does not exist. <laughs> Get on it, yesification bot. Yeah, that is our second Mean Girls reference this episode. God I'll damn. have you know. There, I hate yesification. So sorry if that upsets anybody, but it's just real dumb. I'm real I late. I don't even know what that is. I kind of hate it too, but. I still like the yesification tweets for some reason. Can we explain this for the people who don't know what the hell is going on like I do? Like I like where I'm at right it's now? It's just where they yesificate <laughs> someone. What yeah. does it mean? It's like when you're like, yes. like Okay, see, that's what I thought it meant. That's why I was able so to join the conversation what would without look knowing like, what the fuck was going think on. Think of what Crystal would look like with no makeup. Okay. That's pre-yesification. Crystal with makeup is yesification. Okay. <laughs> Work. Okay, I understand. Yeah, yesification, so that's we what, said that. See, that's what I was thinking. That's what we're saying. Okay. What happens yeah. if you yesificate Crystal? Oh, my God. Leave it to the queers <laughs> to come up with this fucking terminology. <laughs> like, what are we doing? This is why I love y'all, though. This is why I love my fam, we still, my rainbow fam. We're still waiting for RuPaul to get yesificated. Or or defecated or whatever I don't know. Ah! It should be yesificated with Raven. Oh god! Uh, oh you gosh! See anyone because it's just blackface. <laughs> Ooh, allegedly. Yeah, I heard that show was really bad. By the way, so I hope RuPaul enjoyed spending all of her money into a show that's going to flop. I don't think they spent that much money based on the production. They couldn't value. even bring them together. They're like, we're going to do it remotely because I love how we're just like the show is ending. So we're just about to, <laughs> we're about to burn down the whole lot, bitch. We're burning down the we're like, house. We're the like studio, disaster girl looking the fracking at operation. Wow, productions being burned. The runway. We're the like Willem studios. renting a studio across the street from Wow, <laughs> just just to keep an eye on them. <laughs> oh my god! We're like Tyler Sanchez going to DragCon. Oh Ooh. fuck! Oh For legal reasons, god. we are not like that. Oh shit! Allegedly. And Good. It, god. And if we do need to make an apology to RuPaul's DragCon, we will. <laughs> yeah, I'm we're willing to do anything. Just car. don't sue us, bitch. Yes. <laughs> well, we said allegedly, so we're it's already fine. in another lawsuit with an Italian drag race judge. Oh, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. 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 <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into the finale before we allegedly get sued. See, y'all, I told you Stoney was the messy one from the start to the finish. <laughs> all right, you all. So this is episode 10, the grand finale of the UK, season three. And in the finale, uh, Christmas came early and the competition concludes with a festive fight for the crown. Unknown choreographer Jay Ravel coaches the queens through all of their singing and dancing challenge while Michelle Visage 
Alan Carr, Graham Norton, <laughs> um, I'll do nothing and sit there. Yeah, it's like a guessification for the rest of us. Oh, the gosh, this word. Can we spell this word? Is it three A's or like five? What? Yassification. It's however long it's... it needs to be. Yeah. Ah! You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a new holiday. <laughs> Yestivus? Is yeah. that what it's called? Do you guys <laughs> celebrate Yestivus? Because we do. <laughs> I hate both of you. Wait, what What do you do for guest of us? Do you just like give out guesses for things you like? Well, you, you would yesificate everybody to make sure they're all up to standards. Anyone that comes over, you yesificate? This is, yeah. okay, that's it. That's it. Okay, so when we finally have like the massive pod meetup at some undisclosed location, I'm passing out stamps, like a literal ink pad that says yes. Yesificated. You're getting stamped. Yeah. That's your that's your present. Yes. You don't get presents, you just get yesificated. Yeah. And if you don't get one, I just don't know what to tell you, sis. Try again next year. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, girl. There's always next next yesificon. I don't like my yesification. <laughs> yesification. That's ridiculous. Oh my god. Who started this? I don't know, but I'm just gonna keep saying it until it's fucking boring and old and gets and gets stopped. <laughs> I love gay Twitter. Most of the time. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into this. There was no mix mini challenge. There is just a maxi challenge where the queens have to write and record a verse and perform RuPaul's song. Hey, sis, it's Christmas. Yes. One of my favorite tracks off of Mama Ru's Christmas album. This one goes off for me. I, I like it, listeners. You can at me. I, I like it. Yeah, I like this song, too. <laughs> I do too. I immediately logged on to oldnavy.com and ordered a bunch of shit. Oh, really? Just from just because of the finale? <laughs> you caught the spirit. Yeah, just because that song was playing. Oh wow! So you're gonna be yesificated by Old Navy? Yeah. Ooh, double oh. yesificate if Ru knows. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, in in this episode, all the three queens they did a little chit chat with. Uh, RuPaul and what seemed like Michelle Visage in the farthest corner away from everybody. I loved Ma- I liked <laughs> Mama Roos. I liked Mama Michelle's hair this episode. It wasn't too racist. Like, it wasn't too culturally appropriating another style. No. And, you know, <laughs> most ladies across diasporas and cultures and parts of the world can give you a nice she-wolf moment. And that's what I saw this as. This was a... A fierce she-wolf moment. You know what's funny? I love a high pony in a bush. This is really off topic, but Instagram. You know how Instagram suggests people that you should follow because they, you know, know your algorithm and who you're watching. Oh yeah, that's exactly why I'm unfollowing people right now. Oh well, well, my Instagram told me that I should follow Rachel Dolezal, and I felt seen. You know. Oh hell um, no, girl. Tw- Instagram, face, meta, you whatever you are. People. Y'all better fix this shit because I don't know her. Isn't she like That's Michelle Visage? <laughs> no, she's the judge on Painted with Raven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no. That's Raven's advisor. No. Yeah, <laughs> she's the advisor to Painted with Raven. I I, I will then send my apology to Michelle Visage because I that was my mistake. Oh, my gosh. Y'all are... Deep in the mess today. We're being very messy today. That's okay. (laughs) Let me just grab my pen and beer here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so they they had a little chit chat. Uh, Jay taught them how to dance. And then they performed the song, Hey Sis, It's Christmas. And actually, I don't know. Mm, Did you think it was good? Okay, so I 
enjoyed Kitty because I just like their personality is infectious. I enjoyed the song because I like it. I do think that the queens did a good job with what they were given. I thought that they were all strong in yeah. different ways. Crystal with the dancing. Elva's really getting to kind of showcase what they do yeah. professionally, which was nice, even though we just learned that she was kind of in pain, like agonizing pain during this whole thing. Yeah. My favorite part of um of Kitty's performance is when she decapitated Santa. <laughs> 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 that was fun. I enjoyed that. Um, anytime that we festive, decapitate you know? Santa, it's amazing to me. That's how we celebrate Yestivis. I know the UK, <laughs> the Brits are very modest, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, Graham Norton, it's fine. I did. <laughs> I kept waiting for, because if you noticed, uh, Veronica and Electra Fence were kind of up top on the left and right yeah. of the stage. I kept waiting for Electra Fence to like, I don't know, like barrel roll in the mid and like off of the stage, like in the air and just do crazy <laughs> flips. You know, like I that's kept funny waiting for it. It's funny that you say that because I was also waiting for, um, for Victoria <laughs> to do the same thing. <laughs> oh, Veronica. Or, no, Victoria. You, oh, with her, like her injury, her bedazzled <laughs> fucking crutch bitch. That shit was fierce. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> she was killing it. She looked great. I was, I, I was actually really happy that she did come back. For the finale. Veronica was like I naked. Too. Like this season could have been so good if she had not um, yeah. hurt herself. <laughs> yeah. And then Veronica came back basically naked. Yeah. That bitch was wearing I threads. love how like Veronica like this is why I love Veronica because she thinks she's like more important than what she really is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's like I'm the star of the season. She's like, like no you're not. <laughs> she's like i want to like show everyone my body and how snatched i am so everyone will want to like have sex with me and i also loved when ella video was like doing the impression of veronica was i love to wear harnesses i love to wear harnesses or nothing apparently (laughs) she said veronica said fuck grinder like i'm just gonna like do this on drag race and send people fucking youtube links right (laughs) veronica's a star no matter what you bitches say i'm a star (laughs) to quote cheryl hole (laughs) yes girl so they performance of course um you know they man it felt like a talk show at this point it was like tell uh, your younger selves like why you would want to what your like special message would be oh now tell us why you should win drag race and then now why don't you go back and untuck while we talk some more yeah too much talking for me i'm kind of just like and I don't know. I'm like, do we really need to like go through the pictures again? Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, they do it every episode. We can't be like what we used to call in my fraternity at IU, old and bitters. Like, we are though. This is what they do <laughs> on the show, so this is to be expected. I just always hope the answers are good. Were there any answers that you liked? Not that I can remember. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember. I did see that Ella Day was injured this episode. I don't know if you saw that or not, Seth. Yeah, I think I saw that somewhere. Like, basically, that explains... Because I thought Ella was, like, very, like, subdued in the finale, like, at the end. It was like, this doesn't make sense. Like, she's barely, like, moving. Well, she was there. She was, like... You could tell she was, but like, getting through it. She posted that, basically, she was, like, in major pain because 
again, they're trying to like rush the season out. So they like rushed everything. She got injured and was unable to like lip sync properly or do anything the last episode. I mean, that seems believable. <laughs> I, I'll, I believe it. I, yeah, I do too. I'm like, it totally makes sense. Like she just didn't seem like herself in the finale. Oh, and also too, she didn't have us there to yes, yesification her. I know. Uh, and back pain's no joke. I've had a minor back <laughs> injury, like a minor sprain, but this happened in 2010 and it was like a job. It was an injury that happened at work at yeah. FedEx. And um, I had to go to the chiropractor and every once in a while, like to this day, if I pick up something wrong, like back injuries, you can barely move. So yeah. I have to do like a whole choreographed set in full drag. And in the finale episode of all episodes, FML. I mean, best of I luck, mean, Queen. Also, Rue like accused um, Ella of like weaponizing her BFA. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Which I thought was like rude because like we just came from like, what was it, season 13 where that like asshole tweeted out about like weaponizing your like BFA and like Denali had to like, I don't know, like read them, read them for it. Well, it's like, come on, you, you can't have, you can't be on a show called masterclass and come for people with actual credentials, sis. Ooh, period. Just saying, period. Just saying. <laughs> it's okay if you're getting a check for it though. Right. It's, yeah. it's Whatever. not okay. If you actually like put in the work and earned it, whatever I can do to make the most money. Mm-hmm. We see you. We see you. It was like that joke that uh, what was the, who was the one that said the joke about someone is so old that or yeah in, in Canada's Drag Race and they were like saying how uh, Isis is so old she complains about her neck and her back. It was Kimora or Kimora, yeah, her pussy and RuPaul's frack. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Anyways, to continue <laughs> on. Uh, RuPaul needed to fill another five minutes of television, so they lip synced to the song You Don't Own Me by Dusty Springfield, which was slow and boring, and really no one did a good job. Like, well, no one did any better than anybody else because it was slow and boring. There's only so much you can do. Yeah, there's only so much you can do. You have to get like, um, I, lo- I love this song. There's so many versions of this song, namely um, the one that plays in the First Wives Club. Yeah, that's, that's a how good I one. first discovered it. That's how I first discovered the song ever when that movie first came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barbara Streisand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but with the song like this, I think that Drag Race will put a, a song like this in the finale specifically, just to kind of see that emotion. They want you to really push it and take them there. So I think that's that was the trap here. Yes, girl. Uh, so after the lip sync, we finally get to the crowning, and the winner was kitty scott claus <sighs> kitty my queen you got me some points but it wasn't enough to win this fucking draft she didn't win well let me let me try again uh winner of drag race season three uk is ella of a day oh no um, is that wrong too i think that, so i think it is the wrong. tally is not adding up over here either are you telling no. me that crystal versace won unfortunately yes wow she won the first two episodes and then just kind of coasted by the rest of the season. <laughs> well, congratulations was... to Crystal Versace. Ugh. Crystal wins. Look. Thoughts. Honesty now. Or, Go. Or as I like to say, okay. Crystal Versace. Okay. I'm not like that mad about this, to be honest. Like, 
I was shocked that she won. Like, am I mad? No, I think she's a good queen. I think she is deserving to be a winner. But I do think like she is just she she gave us one thing this season. She gave us looks, yeah. and it and they were good looks. And she I'm didn't not give us say any they're... filth or or horror. Right. Whereas I feel like Kitty and Ella were just more well rounded. Like they, I don't know. Like Ella really showed like that she can give us looks. She can give us acting. She can give us comedy. Like Full I feel package. like Ella was probably the most well rounded. For repeater, Kitty pins. was like very close behind Ella in mm-hmm. my opinion. Like she had a sash. Could, we could interchange them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just like really to give it to Crystal when she's like really struggled anything beyond like a look challenge right right. and even the design challenge i wouldn't say she's that good she basically just put a corset together (laughs) like yeah with the help of veronica green and somebody else in river too i think and river so the way i feel about it is absolutely how stony feels it's the crown i was expecting it to go to kitty just because she's survived in enough challenges she's she's risen to the top enough to be noticed and her personality oh my gosh like you just fall in love with them and they're hilarious and eleva is like the seasoned queen as far as experience and she's super polished and she had her moments but she grew and she still had like an awesome kind of growth story on the show i was expecting the crown to go to either of those two yeah now crystal she serves a fierce look cool but I and I don't want to compare to like the season seven winner because I think that um, U.S. season seven, because I think that Crystal's a little stronger, um, just a little more excitement. Just my opinion when I'm comparing the two queens, just kind of yeah. the drag I'm attracted to. But OK, Crystal had a decent run on the show, but she started off really strong and then she kind of fizzled out. And like Stoney said, she kind of had her struggle best moments, too, but when Rue gets infatuated with somebody, that is it. I mean, Candy Muse. Yeah. Great. She has a personality, but no, bitch. There was a lot of times she should have stayed gone. Right. <laughs> so this is one of those moments where, you know, Crystal was strong enough to survive the show. And honestly, if I'm being quite honest, it's not about looks, but I did enjoy her finale look the most. I will say she did win. Like, she... I was watching Mara Mangle and she said this, okay. but she won the fucking episode. Like, yeah, that's it. She did win. She the won episode. the episode. Like, if this was a regular episode challenge, she would have won. Yeah, and I know that's hard to hear, but this is thanks for coming podcast. We look at all angles, even if we're not happy. I'm just acknowledging and trying to work through what happened. I still think it should have gone to Ella Day or Kitty, my queen Kitty. <laughs> I, I'm just to express my feelings on this. I'm just gonna quote Tatiana: "Choices." Uh-oh. We love All that right. quote. Before we can rant too much further, Stoney, would you like to update us on the Fantasy League? Yeah, so I'm glad we're going out this way because it basically summarizes the whole Fantasy League experience. Rigor Morris. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up with, in last place with only 65 points. That's a pretty <laughs> hard thing to do, you but did you did not, it. You did not break yeah. 100. Jamal is in second place with 310 points. Well, that's not bad. <laughs> And then Seth is way out in first place with 535 points. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, did you add points for Miss Congeniality? Um, oh, I didn't. Because Anubis won, right? Yeah. Somehow Anubis won Miss Congeniality. Hang on. Did you get... Did you have Anubis? 
I don't think so. It was one of you two. Did I have her? Hang on. Let me look this up. Shit, I don't even remember, y'all. See. Oh, I had Anubis. Oh, look at that. Oh, my God. Are you going to break 100? <laughs> Sony's going to break Hang 100? On. Hang on. Doing math in my head Calculating math. Oh, I do. I got 40 points, yes. bitch. Wait, did you pass 100? Yeah. I passed 100. Oh, look at that. I Shade retracted. Okay. Good job, Stony. You broke 100. Yeah, so... <laughs> Anyway, I only got like five times your score, but congratulations. No, actually, before that, you got 8.23 times my score. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, another season of fantasy drag has come to a close, and I've, you know, of course, I won. So that's it. It's, yeah, it's over. I won the last fantasy league. Yeah. I think that's how it should have gone out, you know? Yeah. Even if we come back later, there will be no fantasy anything, bitch. Girl, what you see is what you get. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we've learned our audience. We check our reports like good podcasters and corporate people that we are. So we know what the future looks like for us. (laughs) Yes, girl. Yes, yes. Um, Let's go ahead and switch into were here which this week took place in kona on the big island of hawaii hawaii what's up i've actually been to kona before so i thought it was really interesting i would love to go to hawaii one day um anywhere there's a beach i'm down but i've never been to hawaii yeah i guess i don't really think of like rural whenever it's like hawaii but i guess that exists islands yeah well yeah i guess i probably was only in the tourist area of kona so i was like it seemed didn't seem very like rural to me but i think you know where these other where the people lived it looked definitely looked more rural away they probably live mm-hmm. away from the tourist areas because they probably hate us yeah yeah more like native land you live kind there, of farm i'm lands. sure it's totally different <laughs> oh yeah. yeah more like um indigenous hawaiian lands like untouched and <laughs> unharmed land <laughs> yeah but i also too like just in relation to this episode I did get like a lot of conservative vibes when I was in Hawaii. So I did not find it very Mm. far fetched to, um, you know, to as to what they were saying, basically. Oh, yeah. I mean, totally. I'm not shocked. I mean, people go to Hawaii because it's beach. It's gorgeous. I'm sure like tourism is a huge part of the money that goes into that island. And you think about things like... um, of course, the people want to preserve their culture, but watching shows like White Lotus, there was a scene where this friend was on a family vacation with a white family, and the the friend, she looked to be biracial. I don't know what her um, her race was, mm-hmm. or her ethnicity, excuse me, um, but um, she was basically saying, like, you know you peep she's talking to her like hawaiian hookup boo and she's like y'all are like dancing for all these rich white people (laughs) make because they have to make a living right so what do they do they do their luau's and perform because it's also showcasing their tradition but it's this twisted web because there is like very conservative vibes oh definitely yeah tourism is like the biggest industry in hawaii so uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's unfortunate, of course, but, you know, any way for them to make money is good. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, how do you do it with integrity and make sure you're actually doing it with the care of the indigenous people in mind right. and like the actual locals? So, Respect yeah, your surroundings. Yes, that mostly Respect the environment. The culture. Do not take rocks right. home from the island. Yeah, yeah, take a cursed rock home if you want to. 
Yes, girl. Uh, in this episode, uh, we had three people. Uh, we had the first person was Keikeoa, who wants to share his road to recovery. Uh, used to, I guess, drink and do a lot of meth in order to do drag, but yeah, um, just because he's so nervous and all that sort of stuff. So um, now I think he said he was six years sober. Six years sober. Yes, mm-hmm. and wants to try to do drag again sober and was really nervous, of course, about doing it. Yes, and of course there was also, unfortunately, some like kind of body image issues there because they said that they would partake in the drugs because it kept them thin. And they felt like they needed to look a certain way to present in drag and out of drag. So very happy that they're on the road to recovery and it's been a strong six years. Absolutely. Also, too, I thought it was interesting that he was talking about living through the AIDS epidemic and that he thought that's like what being gay meant is that you would get AIDS. I couldn't imagine like what growing up queer during that time would be like because... The only education you really had was maybe like your close and secret friends that you could kind of only talk about these things with no formal education because no one was trying to help. It's like scary. I I, I would imagine like it would have to be like terrifying, right? Because we kind of like grew up like after like a lot of it, but like very close to it. And I feel like I was very like cognizant of that, but it's just like they definitely were like living in the middle of it. Right. Yeah. Right, right. And I thought the uh, performance that he did was really good as well. I mean, he w- he looked really like he was living and, and like free and happy. And yeah, I thought it was really cool. I did too. I love the um, moment where they were putting on this, the corset. Oh, yeah. And it was just them in the corset only. And they were like, can I have an extra moment? I, <laughs> I really love that moment. They're just twirling in the mirror and just... You can tell they were just enjoying themselves. So it was a very intimate moment, even though they were surrounded by people. Yes, girl. Then we move on to Jacqueline, who um, is bisexual, but worried that people may, you know, what people will think of her because in her younger years, like I think she said her mom caught her with another girl. She says another female, and I don't think that's an appropriate term, but... Yeah, I try to to stop saying that as well. Um, I, I agree with you. Yeah, we don't need this, like, gender, like, biology. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, so, anyways, uh, yeah, so she, the mom caught her and said, like, oh, don't do that. Don't tell anybody. Hide it. And so, like, she's grown up uh, on the island, you know, being afraid to express her sexuality. And also, too, I guess another interesting aspect of her is that she's not really Hawaiian by blood. It sounds like maybe like her dad is or her mom was a uh from the states and then the dad i a think was hawaiian united states yeah <laughs> and her dad was hawaiian yeah i think that's what it sounded like to me um she's definitely born and raised there so she might not be like you know full out you know hawaiian by blood but she's definitely at least culturally hawaiian it's like me i'm not indigenous alaskan but i'm an alaskan black person like that's where i grew up right (laughs) that's the land i know like so i i can relate to her that way right yeah i think and also too her performance i think was my favorite because i think she was just really good i mean of course she's a dancer so of course yeah you know you know it's gonna be good but i think she was like really on it and like all the all the performance like whipping the ponytail around i thought it was really cute 
Oh yeah, I loved her. Y'all know, listeners, longtime listeners of the show know how I feel about pole dancers and lap dances. Um, favorite things on earth. Um, and she definitely knew how to work the pole, and I was enjoying it and so here for it. You can tell she was having fun on stage too, and who couldn't with like a fiery red pony like that? Yeah. <laughs> I would live <laughs> for at least a week. <laughs> yes, girl. Um, then finally, we have Lana Kila, who is uh, very into preserving the Hawaiian tradition and sacred sites, uh, including this one one of the mountains that they are building like um, satellites on. He is very mm-hmm. proactive about trying to block any more action up there. I felt so ignorant in this moment, just like not even knowing that something like this was happening on Hawaii because it's just a small state of islands. And of course, fucking America is just like, oh, let's just build satellites. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course, I mean, we're just ruining it. <laughs> thing, like, there's so much of like Hawaiian history. Like, I feel like because our education system does such a poor job of actually like teaching us real things. First of all, we stole Hawaii. Yes. Like, it's, it was totally stolen from, like, the, the Hawaiian like, queen. Yeah, people. And it's, like, from, like they royalty. had, like, a whole queen and shit. And she was, like, coup d'etat out of there. Like, it's just, like, bullshit. Like, I don't know. Our country sucks. Goodbye. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess the pot's facts. over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, facts are facts. And we're assumed, the sooner all of us acknowledge it, instead of telling us to get over things like slavery and stolen land. Yeah. Um, the sooner we all acknowledge these things, then we could actually get over it. So let's acknowledge it before we do getting over anything. Right. Absolutely. Definitely. Uh, but I thought, yeah, this was a fun episode. Lots of beautiful Hawaiian scenery was seen. Uh, gorge. The drag was fabulous. The drag was oh great. my God. The drag was so good. <laughs> I thought it was really cool that instead of having one of the drag queens start the show, they had like a local group perform yes yes i this like this reminded me so much of home because i'm um, growing up in alaska there's like a lot of polynesian um culture in anchorage where i'm from so a lot of like my close friends growing up i got to see them do various traditional dances so that kind of took me back to when we'd be at school assemblies and my friends would be up there doing their um traditional cultural things and performances and that was really fun to see on we're here Absolutely. And also, too, at the end, it was great to see the group of Mahu uh, do their performance, like traditional performance with the queens and everything. Mm-hmm. Education brings everyone together, really. Like, just be open to learning about other people and you'll find your you have more to relate um, than to be different. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, I guess we didn't discuss this before. Did anyone have trade this week? <laughs> Well, Stoney dropped the trade ball that one week, and then I forgot whose turn it was. Yeah, yeah we're not we're not doing it anymore. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, my said trade, we're not allowed to. Let's see. TFC trade this week. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have one. I don't know. Maybe we should uh, yesificate one of our previous trades. <laughs> yesificate? If Who? they deserve it. Yeah, like if they if haven't done anything problematic or racist see, or whatever. We don't have time to. Yeah, verify. we're not doing one of the COVID circuit gays. They're not getting <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> we'll have trade next week. We'll be more more organized next week. <laughs> COVID circuit gays. Oh gosh. 
<laughs> all right, you all. Well, it's been another fun week at Thanks for Coming. It's been really fun getting through the UK season three with you all. It was highs and lows, but we made it. <laughs> we made it. We still love the UK. Like, I still love that series. It's just the third season was wild. It was, it needed some work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so we'll be back next week, of course. We'll still be discussing Dracula, uh, Canada, and we're here. If there's another episode, I don't know if, how many there's episodes? one more episode okay one yeah more. one more yes we will be back and we will see you soon but until then bye bye, bye. mahalo